Welcome to Writers' Festival Radio, broadcasting from the unceded and unsurrendered lands of the Algonquin Anishinaabe Nation. My name is Neil Wilson, a co-founder of the Ottawa International Writers' Festival and the Republic of Childhood, our programming for children and youth. And I will be hosting a series of six podcasts which explore education in the face of environmental crises, which is the tagline of a book Teaching in the Anthropocene, a pan-Canadian collection of 43 short essays by leading educators and researchers, edited by Alicia Farrell, Candy Skyhar, Michelle Lamb with illustrations, and copy editing by Grace Stone. It is published by Canadian Scholars and was released on July the 29th, 2022. As the editors write in the introduction, we feel compelled to ask if the climate crisis expands the ethical obligations of teachers to include ensuring livable lives for children yet to come. If not, what can it possibly mean to teach in a world that is prepared to go on without us? It is becoming increasingly apparent that technocratic frameworks and conventional teaching methods are insufficient in the face of climate change dilemmas that are complex, integrative, multi-perspectival, and effectively charged. Time is of the essence, and young people feel it, fueled by concerns for their future and angered by the inaction of adults. Students across the globe continue to walk out of school on Fridays to participate in climate strikes. Yet, in the field of education, we have yet to respond in any significant way to the danger the climate crisis poses to the young people we teach." End of quote. For the start of our series of six podcasts, I have the great pleasure of being in conversation with Stan Wilson. Stan has a PhD from the University of California, Santa Barbara, and is an elder of the Opask Wayak Cree Nation. Stan has experience teaching in all levels of education, including primary, elementary, and high school, both in the public system and at the First Nations level. He has been a school board member, a member of the Board of Regents for the University of Winnipeg, a school principal, superintendent of education, consultant to provincial departments of education in Manitoba and Saskatchewan, and a Dean of Education for the University College of the North. Stan was a co-founder of the First Nations Graduate Education Program at the University of Alberta and is now working with a team of international Indigenous scholars to develop an international doctoral program. Welcome to Writers' Festival Radio, Stan Wilson. Uh, thank you. So uh, um, I made up a word uh, you know, 25 years ago or so uh, in Dijigoji, um, it, it was um, meant to be a placeholder, so that other, uh, so that first uh, Indigenous peoples could use their own word <clears throat> and in their own language uh, to uh, uh, describe the teaching and learning process. In their in their own language, and and in this case, uh, I 
in Cree, uh, the word is uh, uh, which means that uh, uh, we teach each other and uh, learn from each other. Um, in, in English, it's uh, the worldview is uh, is hierarchical. The, the teacher is a dispenser of knowledge, and uh, students are the recipients of the knowledge. But in in uh, in Cree, uh, there is no hierarchy, uh, uh, as our elders used to uh, uh, tell us. Uh, uh, we can learn from children if we uh, listen and hear what they're saying so that they too become our teachers. So so there is um, um, uh, a relationship there that's, uh, that's uh, of mutual respect. <clears throat> the, the teacher can initiate, uh, uh, you know, the topic and the discussion, but <clears throat> but uh, uh, everyone in the circle uh, has something to contribute to the discussion. There are so many huge misconceptions in the Eurocentric education system that you have referred to here that greatly affect indigenous people. And one of the things that, that you write about is it, it touches on um, published knowledge. And, you know, why is it that we settlers or, or the colonials uh, don't seem to uh, accept ancient knowledge and your ancestral history or the ancestral history of indigenous peoples and even oral history is not worthy. How is that a barrier to you yourself and to other indigenous scholars and educators? Well, the doctrine of discovery, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, um, um, meant or means, uh, uh, what's mine is mine and what's, what's yours is mine too. <laughs> so, so that, uh, uh, and it's still there. Uh, uh, I I know that there was some uh, uh, movement, you know, by the uh, Roman Catholic uh, 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 followers to get the Pope to rescind uh, uh, that doctrine, but it hasn't happened yet because if uh, if it happens, well. <laughs> The, the church would have to give up a lot of, give back a lot of stuff. <laughs> and, and I don't think that's going to happen. So anyway, that's the, uh, that's the basis of it, that, uh, that uh, 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 Eurocentrism uh, owns everything and, and, that, uh, and that everything else is uh, uh, of no consequence. <laughs> so, um, uh, in order for um, uh, indigenous people to uh, uh, to uh, uh, get their their uh, themselves heard, they, they they first of all have to do it within their own 
uh, education systems and 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 uh, the the idea of indigo uh, is that uh, <clears throat> that uh, uh, we need to we need to use our language and the words in our language to um, to first of all um, uh, help us uh, state um, uh, the position that we have because uh, so far everything has been uh, uh, compared to the you know the what's there but uh, I'm saying that. Uh, we need to say, okay, let's stop. Let's have a look at, <coughs> uh, see what our language tells us how to be good human beings. And, and uh, in Cree, uh, uh, the word <coughs> uh, is wagotuin, uh, uh, which means we are all related. <coughs> and that, uh, uh, that means that uh, we are in relationships with everything that's there. We are in the relationship with the, you know, we, we are in a relationship with the water, the air, the trees, the animals, the fish, the uh, everything, and that we are part of a, a web of uh, interconnected uh, uh, relationships. That uh, when when uh, when we do something, uh, it has a ripple effect, and that can be uh, something good that we do, or uh, something that uh, uh, is uh, destructive. <coughs> and uh, the, there are two other words: pastahuen and ochinewin, uh, uh, which means that. Uh, if you um, uh, cross the sacred line uh, to do um, uh, 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 something that uh, uh, is harmful to the relationships, then Ochinewin uh, will occur, that, that uh, uh, natural law will um, uh, set things straight. And, and the idea of natural law is a simple one because, uh, uh, like, for instance, if you uh, stick your bare hand into, uh, into, into a, a hot fire, you're going to get burned. <clears throat> and that, uh, or if you jump off a tall building, you can't decide halfway down that uh, this was a mistake and you need to go back. Uh, you're going to hit the ground and... Uh, likely you'll be dead. So that's part of natural law. <clears throat> and and uh, human, human, or at least in Cree way of thinking, uh, we are part of nature. We are not apart from nature. And, and as such, because we uh, are part of nature, then we fall under natural law. And so that uh, it, uh, it applies to our uh, relationships as well. So that if you if you uh, um, uh, are wanting to preserve and protect the relationships that we have, then uh, then then that's a good thing. But if you uh, even inadvertently do something that's going to be harmful 
to the relationships, then there's going to be uh, drastic consequences. So that's that's the idea in Cree, in, uh, in the way more, and we call it. And, and uh, uh, we have some similar ideas with other indigenous peoples because uh, uh, we've had experiences with uh, 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 the Pacific Islanders, uh, uh, Native Hawaiians, uh, Maoris, and uh, uh, even uh, Australians, and, uh, and also uh, uh, the Sami from uh, Norway and the indigenous people from uh, Sweden and uh, and some from Africa. So, so <clears throat> we we seem to um, have this uh, basic uh, understanding that uh, that uh, we have to uh, uh, we have to protect uh, the land. Because if we uh, take care of the land, the land will take care of us. Climate change will happen anyway. <clears throat> but that uh, uh, our actions as human beings can can uh, have some effect on it, and and uh, uh, that's uh, one of the reasons why I want my grandchildren to to understand. You know the the idea of uh, uh, relationality. The problem is that uh, uh, yeah, even many individuals uh, collectively uh, uh, understand the uh, you know the, the the crisis we're facing. It's as you said. It's the it's the uh, people that. Uh, uh, have the power to uh, to exploit the earth uh, because the earth is is uh, there. They're not part of part of nature. They're apart from nature, and that they can take from the earth, uh, do with it uh, uh, what they need from it. You know, for their own personal gain and profit. <laughs> then. Uh, uh, it's uh, very difficult to, uh, uh, you know, us as individuals collectively to have uh, uh, much influence. So uh, it, it really uh, has to uh, 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 come from uh, the, uh, the, the, the individuals that are in those big corporations. Uh, they have to uh, somehow or another change the way that they that they think, but but um, uh, you know um, uh, it's it's a part of uh, uh, the Christian origin story <laughs> is that uh, uh, God created everything uh, uh, and and uh, and the last. Uh, uh, life that was created by him uh, was to create Adam who would rule dominion over everything else that God had created. 
<clears throat> but then God realized that uh, that uh, everything else that he had created uh, uh, was male and female. And here Adam was by himself. So uh, he took a rib from Adam and created woman, sort of like as an afterthought. <laughs> So uh, such a, a big part of uh, uh, Western society is that it, that it's uh, based on that on that idea that that <clears throat> that man is to rule dominion over nature, um, even other human beings. So you know that that way of thinking is very very strong. So uh, that's that's what we're up against. If you were the Minister of Education, uh, you know, in a province in Canada, how would you bring some of these ideas that we are all related and that the, the idea of uh, indigogy, how would this, in a practical sense, be rolled out? <clears throat> so that we would need to uh, 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 add... To the curriculum that's there, <clears throat> that uh, uh, if you see it, it does exist. If you hear it, it does exist. If you feel it in your body, it, it exists. And if you feel it in uh, in your emotions, it exists. So, so that's the basic uh, 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 premise. I think that uh, uh, we need to. Uh, we need to look at, and that uh, <clears throat> that's why we're uh, <clears throat> uh, proposing this um, uh, this international indigenous graduate education uh, re and research uh, institute, so that so that any research uh, that's conducted and done uh, 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 will uh, consider all those as. Uh, uh, areas just as important as uh, as uh, as what you can see and observe. We have a a, a family uh, business that uh, uh, we call Wasanas, um, uh, and the Cree and the Cree word is uh, uh, means uh, shining from within, so that. Uh, 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 that's our base. Is that uh, every every uh, individual person uh, has the uh, capacity to bring light to the world? You know, in in uh, in our Cree origin story, uh, we we call our soul or or our spirit uh, a chak. Which is the same word as uh, as uh, the the stars, Atzagusat, uh, and it also happens to be the same word that we use for the Great Spirit, Kaganatisatachak. <clears throat> so that Atzag uh, uh, is uh, uh, doesn't. It's not gendered. It's uh, it's a spirit, and and that uh, 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 we uh, 
that's the uh, that's uh, the basis of our understanding is that uh, we are connected to the to the great spirit. <clears throat> our ancestors, original ancestors, came from the the Kaganasya uh, track, which uh, uh, we use as uh, the, the North Star. Uh, and the reason that we think of the North Star as uh, uh, sacred is that uh, when you look up at night and on a clear sky, you see all the other stars, at least from my point of view, doing a round dance around the, around the, uh, the North Star. And, and by the way, that's why uh, star blankets are, uh, you know, considered significant because of our connection uh, to the to the universe. Uh, we call the uh, the, the sky Kishiguk, uh sky, and Kichigishiguk is is the, the cosmos, the, the universe. So, so that uh, our relationship uh, 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 is there that uh, we need to honor and respect and that uh, uh, in our way of thinking, everybody has uh, uh, a soul and a spirit and that they have the capacity to, uh, to you know, bring uh, light to the you know, to the rest of the world. I have a feeling that if we can hear more from you and, you know, this uh, traditional knowledge and this research center, um, we may just, you know, mitigate some of the, the, you know, the hardships and the pain that is going to come as the earth heats up. Yeah, well... Thank you for the opportunity to uh, share some of uh, uh, the knowledge that I've uh, learned from the elders, you know, over a long, a long period of time. And uh, 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 I accept that responsibility to, uh, to share that knowledge uh, as much as I'm able to. So uh, thank you for inviting me to uh to to do this uh uh with you hopefully that um, more people will uh, will pick up on it and uh do some exploring on it that was my edited conversation with Stan Wilson join us next time for part 2 in the series when we hear from Alicia Farrell who calls us to a radical pedagogy of love and shows us the power of visual acts and relational practices such as photography for processing climate-induced anxiety, shame, and grief. Thanks to all our patrons, volunteers, and donors. And thanks to the Government of Canada, the Government of Ontario, the City of Ottawa, the Ontario Arts Council, the Canada Council for the Arts, Ottawa Public Library, Carleton University, and CBC for their ongoing support. This podcast is produced by Aaron Flynn, original music and sound engineering by Mike Dubé, Kira Harris is our program director, and I'm Sean Wilson. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.